Welcome to another edition of the Golden Hose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 17th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, leading off... Uh, with the same topic that I've used for the last several months, uh, coronavirus rant. Uh, recently, the last three weeks, I've added on racism and police brutality, uh, starting with uh, coronavirus. Um, 2.18 million cases confirmed, 119,000 deaths, 679,000 recovered. Um, no new symptoms. Um, uh, cases are surging, um, as restrictions are being relaxed. I mean, we pretty much expected that. Um, I'm urging everyone to use caution when you go really anywhere now. Um, I went to the gas station last night to get some snacks and, um, You know, it was just jam-packed, so I just waited until it was (laughs) pretty much cleared out before I went in there. I had on my mask and everything, and you just have to take precautions like that. Um, Still still haven't been brave enough to get, like, fast food or takeout or anything like that because I just don't know the cleaning practices of... The, the fast food restaurant I mean it was bad enough when there was no pandemic you know you know I was skeptical then but even now that you've got a very contagious disease out there and allegedly it's a contagious disease out there I don't know for sure but I'm gonna take every precaution necessary so I don't catch it I mean um you know at my job they have these little dinners and stuff and you know, I choose not to participate because I don't know the clean cleanliness, you know, of the individuals cleaning the food. Um, they could be the cleanest people in the world, but I, you know, it's just like if I'm not watching you make the food, I don't trust you. You know, it's just that's just the way it is. So I take that same approach when I go to like. When I think about going to fast food restaurants, I mean, I would love some Popeye's chicken right now, but, you know, I just don't want to take that chance, man. I mean, hell, I'm scared to buy a bucket of ice cream. I mean, before all this thing, before all this stuff jumped off, you had people on, you know, on YouTube and all this stuff going into Walmart licking ice cream buckets. So, and, and spraying feces on produce and i mean just crazy stuff man so you know you just have to use caution i mean i've also seen i've also seen other videos where people open up juices and drink out the juice and put them back on the counter and you know i just think about stuff like that when i go when i'm tempted to go to uh, fast food restaurants or get takeout now and things of that nature um, we don't know if this stuff is spread through 
um, liquids like juice or soda. We don't know. We don't know if someone spits on produce and you touch it. You know, we don't know. At least that's what they're telling us. We, I mean, we're basically sheep and we just go by what they say pretty much when it comes to coronavirus because the majority of the people in this country are not scientists and we don't know. We can only go by what they tell us. So, I mean, it is what it is. Just take every precaution necessary. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? I mean, you got most of these states, they're getting like 500, 1,000, 2,000 cases a day. I mean, it's just crazy. And, you know, unemployment is soaring. I mean, I just hope this is not a hoax. I really do. Um, I, I just, my thought process, if it was really serious, wouldn't the president be more protected? I mean, like it or not, a lot of people look at Donald Trump for leadership because he's the president of this country. So when he doesn't wear a mask, most people just say, OK, the president isn't wearing a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. And that's just how most people, some people, not most people, some people in this country operate. I don't, you know. Um, so hopefully we can get through this and move on to. uh some sense of normalcy um racism um you still got you still got black people being hung or hanged however you want to say it in this country um i've you heard a, attorney general Barr say he doesn't believe that there's systemic racism In this country now I just want to lay out two things You had a white kid Go into a church And kill what eight Ten black people The white cop took him To Burger King To get him something to eat Okay We've seen other instances where A Black mom her child uh, stole a Barbie doll out of a store, and the and the cop just was acting like it was, you know, the end of the world. He was jumping over cars, he was pointing guns at the kid and the mom, and all that stuff. And you 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 telling me that's not racially motivated? Those two instances. So. I mean, there there is systemic racism in the police department, and I'm just merging the two <laughs> uh, final the two uh, legs of this segment, um, like I've been doing. I mean, there's systemic racism in the police department. Like I've said on previous episodes, I've had cops pull me over and just you know, you know, this is the most commonly stole car in this city, right? You know, just nonsense like that. I mean, and um, I don't know if I mentioned this on yesterday. Well, first of all, on yesterday's episode, I said July 16th. I meant to say June 16th. So 
If you listened to yesterday's episode and you heard me say July 16th, that was a mistake. Um, we'll be doing an episode on July 16th, but <laughs> accidentally slipped up and said it yesterday. I apologize for that. Um, what was I saying? Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on yesterday's episode. I got into a little spat with my aunt on Facebook. Um, and it was about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I so I'll just say it again. Um, it's a great moment. It's kind of unsustainable. Um, I don't think you can protest and march every single day. But it's great that it's happening. It's created a discussion. Um, how do we keep the discussion going? Economics. That's the only thing this country understands. Capitalism, economics, money. And that's where we have to do our talking. Okay. I, I don't agree with defunding the police department. I want I want severe penalties imposed for police brutality. When you brutalize anybody but especially black people you need to be decertified you need to be fired and you need to pay restitution pay their medical bills you know pay a fine like a like a twenty thousand dollar fine so when you get your next job yet your that money is taken out of your paycheck to pay your victims Cause I, I just, um, you know, the job that I do, they teach you like you can't, whatever degree of force that person is using, that's a, the degree of force you have to use and you can't go beyond what they have. If it's fists on fists, well, that's all you can do. Now, if the person if that person gets the best of you, then you got to do what you got to do. But, you know, my thought process is I don't even want I don't even want it to get to that level. You know, I'm going to try to de-escalate the situation. But most of these cops, when they get behind that badge, they just think that they're like on Mount Olympus, like they're invincible. Like they can just do anything that they want to people. Like, and it, that's just not how it works. I mean, when you see a cop beating up like a, a 13-year-old female, I mean, come on. That's not necessary. And it was a black female. I, I really doubt that if that girl from McKinney, Texas was white, that that white cop would have did her like that. And that was, what, four years ago that happened? So, I mean, racism and police brutality is um, one and the same because police have been brutalizing black people in this country forever. It's just it's just being it's just being filmed now and it's getting exposed. But I mean, everybody, every black person in this country knew that was happening. Some people, some white people who join. The police force use that as a cover to to um to push their racist agenda. Come on. If you don't know that, you're really out of touch with reality. Um I don't I don't see this issue ever being fixed.
I'm just being honest with you. But I think, you know, Obama had a chance to impose severe penalties for police brutality, and he didn't. So that could have helped black people in this country tremendously. I don't think defunding the police is the answer because when you have a problem, you're going to call the police. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. Let me know what you think about that first segment. Next segment, WWE stops tapings due to COVID-19. You know, they've, I got to give them credit. They hung in there for a long time. Um, I knew when they started letting more people watch live in the, in the, in their, uh, little, uh, closed circuit arena that it was, it was just a matter of time. Um, cause I watched SmackDown, um, yes, I mean, not SmackDown, Raw yesterday and, um. You know, I just seen more people, not a lot, more people in the audience. And I just knew it was a matter of time, bro. So I have to give them credit. They did it the right way, but they just relaxed their their uh, COVID-19 policy just a little too much. So now you got to get everybody tested and see who has it and then do your quarantine and then hopefully come back. Um, but I'm a WWE fan at the time of this recording I'm watching the Survivor Series on Fox so you know I'm just a, I'm, I've, I've grew up on I grew up on wrestling um, the city where I'm from is like one of the meccas of professional wrestling so um, you know I just hope they can do whatever they gotta do to get back cause I do consider it a sport even if it's choreographed I mean, you know, some of these guys that do professional wrestling are former football players. They're tremendous athletes. And I give them their respect, man. I mean, it's just like watching wrestling is just like going to the movies or, um, you know, going to uh, see a play. It's just it's a combination of that movies, theater. um, They're tremendous actors. Every wrestler has their gimmick. I just love it. Um, So let me know what you think about that segment. All right, getting to the Florida State stuff. Um, I had seen a meme on Facebook where they were saying the top earners for um, each school. They ranked the schools based on NFL earnings. And Florida State came in at number 10. Um. And I'll just read what they said about Florida State. Um, While it's been a rough past three seasons for the Seminoles football program, the lag in success has yet to catch up to Florida State alums in the NFL. Quarterback Jameis Winston, the former number one overall pick, takes up a significant chunk of FSU's active earnings. But he is not the richest among former Noel greats. That distinction belongs to cornerback Xavier Rhodes, who will earn, who will, who will have earned a shade under fifty million in his first eight seasons in the league. Rhodes signed a one-year deal with the Indianapolis Colts this offseason, worth just three million dollars. But the majority of his corner corners earnings 
earning came as a member of the of his previous team, the Minnesota Vikings. Rhodes has made the Pro Bowls, three Pro Bowls, and has been first team all pro once in his career up to this point. Also ranked higher than Winston is Las Vegas Raiders center Rodney Hudson, who earned $48.4 million through the 2020 season. Winston, who inked a one-year $1.1 million contract with the New Orleans Saints this spring, is scheduled to earn $46 million through this season. Um, I, you know... I don't know what to make of this. I mean, somebody was just bored and they just decided to rank these guys based on earnings. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just glad that Florida State is being mentioned, period. Because like like the article said, it has been a rough three years for this program. So, um, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just glad to see Florida State in somewhat of a positive light, um, the football program that is, and um, hopefully we can get it going the right way, man. So let me know what you think about that uh, segment. Uh, Florida State, next segment is entitled Florida State Playing Sports. Is it really logical? I don't think it is. Um, You know, I love – Florida State, I love the football program, I love the baseball and basketball programs, but we have to be logical. We have to put health first, and we can't place more value on our entertainment, our personal entertainment, than the health of these uh, men and women that play these sports. And, um, you know, it's it's going to hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna. I'm gonna be sick. I'm. I'm. I'm nauseous thinking about it right now, man. No Florida State football ever in my life for the first time. But I place more value on health and life than sports. I mean, a hundred to zero in favor of health and life. So you can always have another football season, but you only got one life. Um, so no, it's not logical. Um, it's June now. I don't think the way things are going that there's going to be a downturn in the COVID-19 cases. Um, supposedly, humidity and heat was supposed to. Um, the virus was not supposed to be able to sustain itself in heat and humidity, but obviously that was wrong. At least that's what we're being told. So um, health and life over sports always it's not logical it's not practical and it shouldn't even be considered at this point um so let me know what you think about that segment last segment for this episode if the season isn't played is it good or bad for mike novell um i don't know man uh, it's good from the respect that he has more time to implement his schemes. It's bad because this whole thing is based on money. And the program is going to be losing money. And 
I don't know how many programs can actually sustain themselves if they're not out there playing football. So, we'll have to see what happens. Um, I don't think it would cost Mike Norvell his job. Um, but, you know, at some point... You, you have to make some hard decisions if there's no money coming in. That's just life. So, um, I'm just hoping and praying that this thing can get under control and we can, you know, have sports. But like I said in the previous segment, health and life over sports. Um, but I can hope. <laughs> so, um... I gave my two good or bad, whatever, if the season isn't played for Mike Norvell. I hope it is played so he can um, turn the page on the debacle um, with the George Floyd situation. And um, we'll see what happens, man. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Uh, Wear a mask. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Um, thank you for listening again and, um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.